All right, my friends, welcome to today's episode of Forte Catholic. We've got a great one for you today. It is our happiest episode in quite some time. Both Allison and I have both lost our voices, but we'll explain why. We both had some pretty incredible weekends. Uh, this, th- Yeah, I know you guys love it when I come on here and complain, and it's all fun and games to laugh at uh, my life falling apart, but today's great. It's just a happy conversation. We hope that you enjoy some updates from both of our lives and the implications that ha- that has on our spiritual life we hope that you enjoy it if you do please hit subscribe wherever you are listening or on youtube.com slash forte catholic hit that subscribe button we'd appreciate it enjoy today's show what's up <laughs> that was terrible and welcome to forte catholic i am taylor stroll that is allison jemima sullivan hello allison. i wouldn't do any better we're all a little try it re- what's up oh that was pretty good that was good you didn't finish it why well, surprise myself what's up <laughs> <laughs> i know i've spent the last um two months without a voice because of enthusiastic sports it's been one of the best Two months spans of my life. Yeah, yeah. Spectatorship. <laughs> yeah, we are we are rowdy, rowdy spectators and coaches. We are. So, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, uh, we were a little down. Yeah. Chris had broken his arm. My son, my it's oldest, had broken his arm. We needed surgery. We had insurance questions. It was very all very up so in stressful. the air and super stressful, and all that on top of prob- like the biggest week that I had. As a coach, yeah, because we were going into the state meet. Well, uh, I'm in a very good mood today. I don't have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all week, almost all weekend, yelling at them, my, as in my team, mm-hmm. yelling for them. Not at your kid with a broken arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> um, crying for mm-hmm. an hour and a half, celebrating our state championship. We won. Ah! It's so very exciting. Amazing. Uh, and then. We're just burying all the leads here, just because I, I, I feel like I need to let people know. We like because it was such a depressing episode last week. It's like not, Chris is fine and he doesn't need surgery. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I've had an unbelievable. It's week unbelievable. Complaining for a month on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you went and like bought a lottery ticket or something. I did not, <laughs> but uh, we all know that I use food both to cope and celebrate. Uh-huh. So I've been eating a lot over the last yeah. few weeks for different reasons. Yeah. Right, right. It's been great. Um, so I feel there's so many, you know, facets to which whichever one we want to start with first, which as far as the track goes, this is the first ever state championship in St. Joseph's history. Okay, so so that's a big deal. Except we've been around for like three centuries or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly how many it was, but I know that I was here when we celebrated our 125th anniversary as a school. And it was long ago that I don't remember how many years ago it was. Yeah. I mean, 1800s for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable accomplishment. I hope that you're eating all the things. I, it's I, DoorDash is so excited that I yeah, was depressed last like, week and celebrating this week. They're like, they've it's made that so coach much money. Again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've uh, I think I've met every DoorDash operator mm-hmm. in, in, in town, including <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah Jesus brought a Chick Fil A. What was that one I sent you the other day? Ronald. Oh, and, Ronald yeah, brought uh-huh. somebody the McDonald's. I that was funny, but not as not, cool as not Jesus as good as ours. Us, no, uh, no. Our food during no. The they wish they had Jesus. Um. So yeah, I mean just. Unbelievable weekend. So we'll start with with the track meet because you know my son's fine. And, uh, I mean, I'm, it's it, that, it's worth a, a, a segment or two. But although, so you just made me like sit down and watch uh, the four by four in particular. Yeah, yeah. I don't Okay. I was just gonna say I'm tearful. I already know what's happened, and I sat down to watch, and I'm crying. Go right, ahead. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. So. Uh, had to start Friday. So the state track, every other track meets just one day. State track, it's all right. of the A's are there. So we're a two-way school. Yeah. We're in TAPS. Like uh, public schools like UIL. I don't know what it is for other states uh-huh. or whatever, but it's like, yeah, the public school divisions and then the private school divisions. And we're a two-way school, which means that we're the second smallest group. One A, two A. But all of the schools are there and it's boys and girls divisions. And there's six A's for each one. So there's like right. six, every event there's 12 of. 
There's 12 long jumps. There's 12 triple jumps. There's 12, Got it. Uh, which means there's also 12 miles and 12 two miles. It takes forever. Like it's a, right. it's a huge meet, which yeah. means you have to split it into two days. So the first day is all of the field events plus the 3,200, the two mile. Yeah. Because typically people that run the two mile also run the mile, maybe even the 800. So they want to give them a little bit of break so that they can run their best on two different days. So uh, on Friday, we only took a few people because we, we was, there was just a few people that made it in the field events, but also, uh, and then uh, two people that made it in the two mile. So the, the big, like one of the coolest moments that I've ever had as a coach happened on Saturday. Uh, ironically enough, the, this two of our best athletes on the boys and girls side are dating each other. No. Oh. And even with everything going on, they ended up competing at the same time. Oh. I mean, with all, with all the possibilities of yeah, like, right. you know, uh, there's what, seven events going on with six yeah. different eight, like do all that math. Like it's, it's crazy that they were happening at the same time. So we're watching, there's like live results that you can see on your phone. Uh -huh. So we're like celebrating both of them at the same time because the guy is over there went in, uh, he, he got silver in the high jump and I'm over with my long jumper. And like, I specifically coach, like I'm a head coach for the program, but I specifically coach the distance jumpers, uh, long and triple jump. And then okay. the sprinters and the relays. Okay. So, I'm like super invested in this young lady. She is uh, the most decorated athlete we've ever had mm -hmm. in our school. Like mm -hmm. uh, by the end of this weekend, with previous years, by the end of this weekend, she had nine medals in track mm -hmm. at the state meet, including three different state championships and three different events. Like it's just unbelievable. And one that she had not won yet, she got second last year. Uh, when she wasn't supposed to get second, she was supposed to get like fifth or sixth. And she PR'd the personal record by over a foot last year. And oh snuck gosh. into yeah. second place. I mean, just yeah. huge, huge, like just she's yeah. that kind of girl. Just a great competitor, oh, yeah. obviously. You like, know, yeah. just some people, pressure's good. Yeah. And like, I mean, even some people, as in even her, like her sophomore year, because her freshman year was the COVID year, so we didn't have we didn't mm -hmm. have a state meet. Mm. But her freshman yeah. season, which was her sophomore year, her first season, she made it to state as a sophomore. Yeah. But kind of shrunk under the lights because a yeah. lot of young, a lot, it's just, sure. yeah. I've been doing this for eight years and it, it tends to happen, yeah. but then it kind of drives them. And then they end up getting a medal the next year, you know, yeah, both yeah, from like yeah. eighth to second or eighth to right, first or whatever. Right, right. Um, but I think because of that, her sophomore year, both her junior year and her senior year, she stepped up like crazy. I mean, ended up with nine free kick medals, including uh, three state championships and the overall team state championship. Just unbelievable. And she won athlete of the meet. Oh, like wow. Like, she scored more points wow. than anybody else on the track. She scored 36% of the points for, for our team. Your school, yeah. Um, and it all started at this long jump, where she was yeah. she was favored to win, mm -hmm. but she had been beaten by some of these girls early in the year. Like, kind of, kind of like, she got upset at the district yeah. meet. Yeah. And that was tough, because she had been the reigning district champion. She yeah. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. What are, What is the difference in jumps at this level? Like, when someone beats you, is it by... Oh, it's, it's inches. At, yeah. at, at the state meet. So, okay. um, I mean, it's like, like coming into it, it's like 17, three, 17, four, 17, 16, nine, gotcha. 16, nine okay. and a half. Like yeah. that's like the top five, maybe yeah. the lowest one's like 15 or something, but I mean, it's inches that we're talking at this point. Um, and she had been, she's been dealing with an injury all season. She, mm -hmm. she got hurt after like the second week. So she's been able to long jump, but not able to land correctly. Cause it was like an injury in her back and mm -hmm. like landing mm -hmm. hurts, especially if you're already hurt. Sure. Um, the impact. Yeah. So, she had been trying, but it was we could we could both tell that it was affecting her. She kept telling me it wasn't, and we just mm -hmm. we, we we both we both knew it was. Right? Yeah. Um, but it was just cool. I've been working with her for four years in long jump. She's been not only working for the state title, but working for the school record, which was like our best jumper before one state twice in a long jump set the record, and it was one of those records that was like untouchable. Yeah, right. It was untouchable two years ago. Like, we never thought she was going to get there. Yeah. And then last year, she pops off with this PR of a foot, and we're like, I mean, it's in range. Yeah. If you increase by a foot in one meet, maybe you can increase by a foot, just about how far she was away from the yeah. state record, or the, the school record. And When was that school record set? 2017, 18? Okay. 18, okay. 2018. That, that, those are the two years that that girl won, 17 and 18. So, uh she goes and she jumps on her first jump. It was a little, a little shorter, but then her second jump, she breaks the school record. And essentially she jumped further than any girl had before, which didn't mean that she had one state, but it kind kind of did. Yeah. Like 
there was a very high likelihood that nobody's going to jump further than that. So yeah. we're already celebrating. She's already broken the school right. record, which right. was the PR for her by like three and a half inches, but that pushed her over mm-hmm. the, the school record. And then we go all, all the way through, and sure enough, we get to her last dr- jump, and she is the last jumper because they let the best jumper goes last. Okay. And typically at this point, she's we, we know that she's going to be in four more events. Right. And so as her coach, I'm like, I'm passing you. You're done. Yes. We're fine. But she's a senior. Let's not get hurt. Let's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let, you've got other things that we need to accomplish this weekend. But what's crazy is her previous five jumps, there was something that she knew and I knew that she had done wrong. Okay. It's like, yeah, there's, there's like something five, to fix. five, six things specifically with yeah. her that we were constantly working on for the last right. four years. Right. And she did one wrong this jump. Yeah. One wrong. Everything was yeah. perfect except that one little thing. And I yeah. was like, I was like, I think you have an 18 foot jump in you. Like, because she had jumped 17, five and a half. And I was like, I think you have an 18 foot jump in you. I was like, and, and so she comes up back after her fifth. We know that she's essentially won by this point. And I look at her and we're both like, we both know that you're jumping this, right? <laughs> then sure enough, she goes and it was like a send off because she didn't need to jump. She had already won. Yeah. And boom. Oh my god! 18 feet, two inches. Stop Just it. unbelievable. Stop it. So the moment, like. It's what, so cool. What's cool about it is like, because of how they were doing, it was, there was a new system of how they were measuring. They're measuring with lasers instead of like tape measures like they've done Get for out. years. Oh, wow. So the cool thing was, is that it took a while. So she jumped, kind of wiped herself off from all the sand and stuff and was able to walk over to me. And her brother was there cheering her on the whole time. He went, he, young guy, made the state meet, was cheering over, cheering on his sister. And so she's standing with me. I got goosebumps. Uh-huh. She's standing with me when they ah. they announce. They say eighteen. We don't. We're cheering so loud. We don't even hear the two inches. <laughs> we're just like ah, just going absolutely berserk. It was oh, so much fun. So cool. It was I love so, it, it was so, so much. Fun. So there's a picture. I, 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 by the way, I've posted. If you don't follow me on social media, this is essentially yeah. all I've been posting about yeah. this and Chris for the last few days uh, at Taylor's Roll on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook. I posted all these pictures. It's one of my favorite pictures we've ever it's had. It's such a great picture. Because yeah. it was funny. We joke all the time. Like her freshman year, I had already coached two of her brothers. I've known her for years. Yeah. Like, and she, she like said four words to me her entire freshman year. And like pretty much felt, I, I felt like she hated me, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then every year we got closer and closer and closer to the point where last year when she walked off the state champion, I didn't realize how much I cared about her until the state meet last mm-hmm. year. She won the 200 and I just lost it. Yeah. Just lost it. Yeah. Because all the hard work she had put in. And uh, so this year was no secret. I, I mean, I cried every time she won. I, yeah. <laughs> she did too, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, it was just a really, really special moment. And that was just Friday. Jeez. Unbelievable. So then we go to Saturday. We've got our boys and our girls there. Saturday, uh, we have had meets in the past. If you listen to the last few weeks, like our district meet, the worst possible thing yeah. that could have happened. Things happened can happened go in wrong. First it is no guarantee. Event. Yeah. First event and it kind of ruined our day. Like yeah. just mentally psych our psyche, whatever. Um Saturday was unbelievable. Our girls four by one, which was the favorite to win, won gold. That's the first event. Our second event was the boys four by one. They were supposed to get fifth. Our star athlete, oh, I was our fourth leg, he got it in sixth place in the four by one. He only has a hundred meters. In the four by one, he got it in sixth, past three people, which is unbelievable oh one to get him yeah. and, and all of his teammates a medal. So uh, we got a uh, third place there. Next event, girls 800, our, our other senior Claire. We have two Claire's. That yeah. is, those those yeah. were our seniors, the Claire, Claire and Claire. And they're best friends. They're, super, they're the sweetest people. To, that, that we've gotten so close now that they're showing me their text messages to each other of like yeah. celebrating each other's victories. Yeah, rooting for so each other. Yeah. Sweet to oh, each other. You know? so great. Um, so... Uh, she runs the 800. She had been, she's been one of our best runners for years and she got her, she earned herself her first individual nice. state, state medal. Yeah. Third there. The next event was the boys 800. We got silver there. The next event was the girls 110 hurdle or 100 meter hurdles. Mm-hmm. She got a medal there. Mm-hmm. Like we've now gone five, six events in a row where we haven't not got not, a medal, yeah. you know? Um, and then our next event, our, our girls four by two was, so going into the meet, we knew that we were projected to win by about 17 points, just total points wow. for, yeah. for the team. Our girls four by two ran exactly how they should. They didn't do anything wrong. They ran the exact time that they've yep. been running all year. Yep. Everybody else stepped up. Yeah. We were supposed to get second. We got sixth. Ooh. 
Oof, so okay. now that 17 point buffer, we lost yeah. 10 points. Uh-huh. That's that is the midway. The four by two is literally uh, the midway of the running. Yeah. So now we have a seven point buffer. And then it starts little minute things happen. Not huge things. That was the biggest like kind of thing thing yeah. that happened. But you know, somebody's supposed to get first, they get second. Now it's mm-hmm. two points. Now mm-hmm. we're down to a five point cushion. Yeah. Somebody's supposed to get third, they get fourth. That's one point. Now we're down to a three point cushion. Oh my gosh. So we're getting to the end of the meet. And we realized that us and the other team that could get first uh, don't have anybody in the mile, so nothing's going to change there. Okay. So it's all going to come down to, to the four by four. This four by four. <clears throat> so we pull those girls aside. We actually pull them onto the bus, turn the air conditioning on, let them, because it was hot. I mean, it's May yeah. in Texas, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we pull them over to the uh, into the bus, let them cool off, <clears throat> and we tell them essentially what's at stake. Yep. Here's what's happened. We know that that other team is going to win this four by four. So mm-hmm. they're going to score 20 points. Mm-hmm. But we're ahead by enough that we need to get third. We have to get third place in order to win the overall state championship. Because if we get third, we'll get 12 points. And that means we will win by one point, one singular point, which like comes down to like literally everything that has happened. Every girl on the team mattered. We had one girl that scored one point. It was almost the deciding factor, right? Right. right. So it uh, comes down to the last race. Uh, earlier in the day, this girl who had uh, who has been a, a staple on all of our relays for the last two years, she was a freshman mm. last year, was on all three of our relays, was sophomore this year, uh, was spent time on all three of our relays this year. She got hurt a couple weeks ago. She actually got hurt at district during the 4x2, pushed through it, didn't tell me, ended up running the 400 still, hurt, and that's when I noticed because... It, it yeah. was a little, a little slower than she typically does, right? So she hasn't run in two and a half weeks. She runs four by two. Re-injures I, herself. I, I, I have to pull her, right? Because <sighs> it's it's tough, right? So the last few steps, she hurt herself. and But um, there's a girl that's been filling in for her. That's a freshman. So now we have a state title on the line. We have to get with third a sub. With a sub. A freshman a sub. A freshman. And we've already have a freshman at the end of our four by four. Yeah. So it goes freshman, our senior stalwart. I, I told her that she had what's a stalwart? She didn't know if I was making fun of her or what. I was like, I, you're steady, you're good. You're, 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 you're calling me a name. Down. She's like, what did you call me? Yeah. I was like, you're not a wart. <laughs> Leave me alone, you know. <laughs> a stale wart. You're a That's gross wart. Hilarious. Wart, you know? Um but so she she was second, and then uh, we had a junior who's a, who's the sister of the freshman that started it. So I mean we have we have we have twins on the team that have already gone. We yeah. have sisters now running, we have freshmen. Like it's just crazy. So we get to this four by four and they know. We all know. All the, the boys know, the girls know, all the coaches know, all the parents in the stands. We traveled so well. It was so cool to see yeah. all the all the families oh my gosh. there. Yeah. Uh, our priest was there, our oh. principal was there. Like it's just really cool because so everybody cool. knew that yeah. what was on the line. Yeah. The first state championship in over 125 years. Um so Freshman goes out, runs a great time, fourth place uh, after after the first person. Second person gets out, our senior. She passes this girl, and then she gets passed right at the end. Yeah. Still in fourth place. Yeah. Same thing happens with our, our junior, the older sister. Takes out, gets into third place right at the last second, gets fourth. So our fourth leg, this freshman phenom, gets the baton. And we, we just watched the video. You can see sec, second, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, third place is only a couple feet away from her. So we're like, if we just get it to her, yeah. like she got, she yeah. got second. She, she has the school record in the 400 that she set this year. Yeah. She had already earlier in the day gotten silver as a freshman in the open 400. Like if we get it to her and it's close, we should be fine. Yeah. hundred meters in. Yeah. She's still behind. 200 meters in. Yeah. She's still behind. 300 meters in. She's still behind. 60 to 65 meters left. I got goosebumps again. 60 to 65 meters left. She passes third. And we are going crazy. I can't even. So on on like the home field stand, we're in this big old, it's this big public high school that has better facilities than like every college. Yeah, right. Ridiculous. So all the parents are there on that side. At, after the first hundred, after the first curve, we've got our girls team and most of our coaches on the on, at the end of that first uh, straightaway. We've got our boys, but then right there, it's me and our and our other senior, the senior that didn't run it, mm-hmm. the girl that won athlete of the meet. She'd already locked it up, yeah. scored thirty six percent of our points, and it's killing her. 
that she's standing with me and not on the track because she can't do anything about it. She had already right. done all five of her events that she's allowed yeah. to do. Yeah. So she's standing with me. And uh, so I couldn't stand with anybody else. I was like, I can't go stand with our, all of our girls. I can't go stand with all our boys. <laughs> so I call her over right before this race. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do with me. And we go stand by <laughs> ourselves, just the two of us. It's like, because we've had this whole career. She, she has put together the greatest career. Yeah. I got goosebumps, man. She's put together the greatest career in athletics in our program. Yeah. And the state championships on the line. And she played the biggest role she could possibly play. Yeah. And <clears throat> I tell you what, man. When Leah passed her, our, our anchor passed her with 60 meters left, we knew we had it. I mean, she, she collapsed into my arms. We're crying oh and hugging. Gosh. We're jumping up and down. We're like crying and yelling and laughing and <laughs> jumping up and down. And she's she can't even watch, you know? Yeah. And yeah. She didn't even Tell me what happened. Le- yeah. Leah gets second place with two meters left. We didn't even need second, but she just did it for yeah. good measure. Yeah. I mean, watching this freshman celebrate. I mean, she just won us a state championship. Oh, my gosh. Or, or crying. We spent the next hour and a half bawling. Like me and these high school girls who like when I first started coaching, I felt like an older brother. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point now, like they're like my daughters. Yeah, you know, yeah, like it's a dad. It's, yeah. it's, it's, so like I, I'm when I first started, it's like these boys and they're four or five years younger yeah, than me. Right. And it was I was just having yeah. fun. And now I'm like crying for yeah. an hour and a half. No, I remember that so, transition yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. It is completely incredible. So in summation, what do you attribute? all of the success too. If you could just, I know you asked the questions around here, but I'm curious if you could just like bring it down to brass tacks. What would you say? My coaching. I'm just kidding. I mean, I, <laughs> I have, thought that was going to get a laugh. <laughs> no, because I have a lot to say about that, but go ahead. No, I, it, it's a, an incredible combination of things. I mean, for people that have been listening the last few weeks know how much of an up and down it's been. This last few weeks with right. this team, because with sports, nothing's ever in the bag. Right, you cannot. There is, there is, there is, there is no way to say this is what is going to happen because it. it we are so completely human, like swayed by our emotions, our bodies. Anything can break. Anything can break down. We cannot communicate with each other. There, I mean, we just have bad days. There's nothing ever in the bag. No guarantees. There's a, a coach for another team that's been that's been very good for a very long time. So our track program didn't get good until about seven or eight years ago. I'll let you guess when I started. Um, but there's this other coach that's been good for a very long time. Just like their team's been up there. They get first or second pretty much every year. Yeah. And they had a little bit of a down year, meaning they got third. Like they're yeah. a very good program. Yeah, yeah. And I overheard him at one point talking to his girls because um, they had underachieved in one of their – events and i heard him at one point he's like I, there's only so much i can do like i set, i set you guys up y'all just have to go out and deliver and it wasn't it, it, it was to set them up for later in the day he's not it, it wasn't yeah. it, it wasn't like a mean thing no it's yeah. like uh we've done everything that we can you've done it i've done it y'all have to go out and perform yeah. and he wasn't just yelling at them for the last one he was getting them ready because they had other events throughout the day and uh i thought about that a lot because i put so much time and energy and effort into this but there are times and through the bad, good times and the bad, where it's just like, it's up to y'all. There's literally nothing I can do yeah. at this point, right? So me and our senior felt just incredibly helpless. Yeah. During this yeah. Was like, and you are. We've done all we can. Like, I can't go out and run this yeah. for you, you know? Um, I can't push you, make you feel faster, whatever, right? Um, so I think a lot of it is... I mean, it's 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 all the work and the planning that we've done, but it's also the hard work that they've done. I, I told our our two seniors, the Claires, like they were so special. Like, there's zero chance we would have done this yeah. without them. Yeah. Both both their points on the track and field, but also just like the the those two in particular, the work ethic and how hard they have worked at practice. It's yeah. like I, I've had. I, I I said it yesterday. We had our our athletic banquet last night to yeah. celebrate. Yeah. Everything, but we got to celebrate these girls. It was just so cool to celebrate. I mean, to have the community celebrate our team was just—it was just so, so, so cool. Um, but I told them after, it's like it wasn't just because we talked all about the stuff that they did on the track on Saturday while we're crying, celebrating everything. Um, but what I told them last night was like, none of this would have happened if it wasn't for you guys working hard on a random Tuesday, right? Three months ago, a year and three months ago, right. two years right. and three months ago, yeah, uh, pushing through the COVID season. Like, not none of this would have happened, yeah. If it wasn't for the way those two ladies handled it, because like everyone else goes as 
they go, especially yeah. as yeah, R&D you have some team goes. leaders like, and like. And, and it was really interesting. It's like because I am super vocal. That's not a secret, right? So we ta- we had talked about um, pr- pretty much every year we have I've assigned captains. This is one of the first years that we didn't hmm. because our leaders were more quiet leaders. Hmm. So at one point we were going back and forth, like who do we make team captains? Mm-hmm. And somebody just asked me, it's like, who do you think that they're going to say is our captain if you ask any of them? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, it's you. Like, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. So it was just, it was, but it was really cool. Like I got to do, it was a cool thing of like us, all of us using our gifts and what we could do. It's like, I was like our vocal leader this year, Yeah. but everybody went how those girls went. Yeah. Like if they had a good day of practice, we had a good practice. If they did not, yeah. we didn't. And those not good days of practice were few and far between mm-hmm. with those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and like our, we're going to be good for a while. Mm-hmm. And those those two girls' impact is going to be felt over the next few years because now we have an incredible junior, sophomore, and freshman class that have seen what it takes to win. And it was what those two girls exactly. Did. Like exactly. And yeah. so so like we're gonna be good for the next while. Yes. And yes, you it's are. because of those two. Like yes. it's it's incredible. Um so yeah. You know, I think that with any elite athleticism, there's, you know, all these factors that go into it. And of course there's natural talent, um, just a natural ability to, to perform and do well. And then there's like resiliency, right? I mean, just staying healthy, like your body, um, allowing the demands of the sport. And then there's all these, you know, unnameable things like grit and a love of the sport. I mean, you could get out there every day and hate track and that would work its way into your practice somehow. Right. That would yeah. that would work its way into your performance. So there's you know there's love of the sport. There's grit. There's ambition. You know how competitive are you? Are you are you fierce out there? You know, and so all of those things have to be in place. But when I was thinking about you and what I've the spreadsheets I've seen, I'm pointing to your computer, like the spreadsheets I've seen and how late I know that you stay up looking at them and knowing who can run 80 meters this fast and 120 (laughs) meters this fast and where the handoff should be. I mean, I don't even know. These are things that I, you know, but how to score the most points, right? right? So there's those technicalities, but at the very bottom, and yes, I just asked you a question that I had an answer for that I know the answer to, but at the very bottom of all of that is trust. Mm -hmm. Like these girls have your trust. So now if you wanted to break it up even further to figure out what goes into trust, they know, you know what you're talking about. You've been there. You've done that. You were a track star. You know what you're talking about. So there's accountability, you know, there's know how, and then the, the trust of, um, not only do I know what I'm talking about, but I also know you. Like I have spent time watching you, learning how to communicate effectively with you, not just I come here and I communicate the way that I communicate, take it or leave it, but this is what motivates you. This is what makes you feel encouraged. And everything that you did is just so specific. And that would not come without your love of the game and without your love of athletes. And it is all so flipping awesome to watch and root for and like scream my head off about. Yeah. It is so, so cool. It's been fun. I, I have thought for the last couple, of, I realized it a few years ago, I was like, I don't think anybody in the world cares as much about two-way taps track and field as I do. <laughs> yeah. Such a very odd yeah. specific thing to care yeah. about. But yeah. I was like, uh, you, you want to know what I did mm, an hour before you got here today? Rewatched your videos? I know that's what I've been doing the previous <laughs> four, a few days. So we are recording this on Tuesday, uh, which, by the way, thank you. Uh, we we were going to record this last Thursday. Yeah, we recorded last week's episode. For those of y'all that had last listened last week, and it was uh, a lot less happy. Uh, you know, Chris had broken his arm. We were very stressed about the state meet, and I was like, "Well, this is going to be the next episode we, that we're going to come out." Yeah. And you showed up Thursday. I was like, "I got nothing. Nothing's yeah. changed." It's like, yeah. can you just come back when it's all over? Come so back can, when there's some development. Yeah. yeah. For better or worse, can we talk about this Tuesday? Yeah. Um, but so we, all this happened Saturday. We All we did was celebrate Saturday. We celebrated almost all day Sunday. We celebrated again last night. It was so weird not to go to crack practice yesterday. Yeah. It was so strange to just stay here at my house yeah. and work. It sucked. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we celebrated all night, or like last night with the, with the awards ceremony. We've been celebrating today. There was like just... Stuff just keeps happening because it's this historic 
first time we've won anything. Like I've got a call with like the Catholic newspaper later. Yeah, we, we were on the news last night. It. Just, yes, yes, it's still yes. happening, right? Yeah. Um, but, Awards last night. Yeah, but finally, what I did Tuesday. So all this happened Saturday. This an hour ago, right before you got here, I planned what we're doing for district next week or next year. I pretty much know what everybody's going to do. So it's a sad day because I have to go. Yeah. I have to do this every year. Usually I don't. Hold do on. It is this incorporating new athletes? All the new ones. And the saddest part is deleting the seniors. Oh, it's yeah. so hard. I, yeah. hate it. I hate it so oh, much. I love them. It's so um, cool. Okay. Did you cry last night at awards? Uh, I uh, stopped talking for a few seconds. So <laughs> because uh, one of them specifically asked me not to cry. <laughs> so yeah. I was, but both of us, like neither of us cry all that much. Yeah. Uh, but we both cried for like an hour and a half on Saturday. I'm like, I think we're done. Yeah. So what I told him after we were done, is like, I cried writing this. It was like, it spent me, I'm a professional speaker. It doesn't take me that long yeah. to prepare an eight minute speech or whatever. Right. It took me like three hours yesterday because mm. I just kept crying. Well, <laughs> like, it's like, funny. So I had the principal's kid at my um, house after school yesterday and she, and I was, you know, planning to keep him until our principal. My principal? Um, yes. The school's okay. principal. And so I had her kid and I was just going to keep him until she was finished. And she was, I knew that it started at six and she was like, okay, yeah, I should be there on six forty-five. And I was like, no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, I think it might be closer to seven 30. She's yeah, like texting yeah. me and I'm like, you take your time. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time right, right there. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did have a really good time. Oh, it was, it was so much fun. So, uh, yeah, just incredibly special weekend. It's one of those things that like, it hits me randomly, mm-hmm. like holy crap! Yeah, we're yeah. state champions. Like, it, and like all this work that we've put in for years, all the work that we've put in for the last two yeah. and a half months, all building this stress, a program. Like, uh, my stomach has been in shambles since Saturday, yeah. just because like the stress of the last two months. Yeah. It's like ah, it's fine, God. I can, I yeah. can kind of be done yeah. with it, you know. Yeah, um, just an incredible weekend. Um, yeah. So, congrats, Coach. Thank you. Proud thank of you. you. Yeah, it was it was really special. It was it was really cool to. Um, yeah, I, I started mentioning it earlier, but those those two seniors and uh, both of them are very private. They're quiet, but yeah. it is cool that like over the years we've warmed yeah. up to each other because I couldn't be more opposite of them. <laughs> right? They're small, quiet girls, and I'm a large, loud yeah. man. You know, um, <laughs> but we've gotten so close over the last couple of years, and uh, it was just it was really cool. One of them is going into sports psychology which nice. I didn't realize until mid speech yeah. that I was like, Oh, I hope I'm not the reason you saw a need for sports psychology. Oh my, gosh. my coaching made you be like, That's th- hilarious. this industry needs some help. That's you know? hilarious. Uh, but, and, and the other one's going to go study. To be a coach. Is anyone running in, in school? Uh, one of our boys is one nice. of our boys who had a great day. He, he finished. Uh, so we had on, on the boys side, I told you about the four by one. That was great. And then um, the best distance runner our schools ever had was a senior. And he, had, he had his last day on Saturday ended with a bronze medal in the mile and a silver medal in the the 800. Made us so mad. We've been wanting him to break 2 minutes in the eight, in the 800 for forever mm-hmm. and he finally got to like 2 minutes and point, 2 minutes point 6. We're like, "Ah!" So yeah. it's so mad that he's going to do it in his first race in college yeah. Yeah. with us, yeah. you know. Uh but he's going to What's run What's that at, mile time? Uh mile time's 4:35. Oh my gosh. 4:35, yeah. Unbelievable. Um but yeah, he's going he, he's the first person others could have done it and just chose not to but he's the first person that from our program that's going to run in college cool it's just really really exciting yeah what a year uh, man yeah it was awesome we had so much fun yesterday and and like we're going to be good for a while like we got to celebrate some of our freshmen some of our sophomores um last night so Mm -hmm. we're it's exciting because we've you know the best that we had done before we got third place with the boys last year we got third place at state overall third place with the boys last year third place with the boys in 2018 that was my second year and third place with the girls in 2018, mm-hmm. but never this. Yeah, we never got second. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, this is awesome. Right. So, uh, yeah. So that was all Saturday. Put that whole day crying and celebrating. Sunday, we we all stayed after mass for like an hour, both celebrating and now transitioning to the next big thing. Uh, Monday, one of our, our even Sunday, our because the surgery was scheduled for Monday morning. So our our priest, one of our one of our priests, Father Will. Um, like heard about it and was like, Hey, can I do anointing the sick for Chris before surgery? Cause they're, you know, anytime you're going under anesthesia, yes, it happens every day and everybody's fine, but yeah. you know, you no, never know. Of course. Yeah. Um, 
So he did um, uh, Anointing of the Sick, but then he also heard his confession, which was was cool. Uh, and then we did this Anointing of the Sick uh, thing j- after Mass, just me, my wife, my three kids, and priest. And so I- I've seen Anointing of the Sick as typically for old people. It was cool to like yeah. see it for my 10-year-old and yeah. like... Uh, father was asking him questions of like, do you understand what we're doing? You know, it was just yeah. really cool. Like he would like pause the right to like explain the next part of it or whatever. So just super pastoral, loving, caring moment from from our priest. Um, and then we went to go have Mexican food to celebrate Cinco de Mayo because yes. it's two days late because I was gone on Cinco de Mayo uh, and have like, a, you know, it was both celebratory and then uh, and then we also called it the Last Supper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last because it was his last meal before. Yeah, uh, right, uh, right, right. Because right. he couldn't eat or whatever. Yes, yes. Uh, so we, we went out and did that, and then we just spent the rest of the day at home. So we go Monday morning, and just quick recap: uh, if you didn't listen last week, my son last Sunday. Uh, yeah. It was it was eight days between him breaking his arm and the scheduled surgery. So we go to the ER. Hours after we're celebrating, it was just up and down to hours after we're celebrating my daughter's first communion. Mm, uh, gosh. And then he breaks his arm. And just, I mean, just what a, yeah. what a downer, yeah. you know? Uh, and we, you know, our insurance has been messing with us. We weren't sure if he was covered. Just super, super stressful. Um, so, and then all week I was just super stressed out. Like, I just want to have, I just want him to have the surgery. I was worried about growth plates. I was worried about his yep. future. I was just, yep. just worried about everything, right? Um, and then we... Finally, uh, at, when we were at the ER, we you know we took him right there right after he broke it. They were like, "It's it it's broken, and it's the type of break that's going to need pins and surgery." So yeah. we're like, "Dang it!" You know, so we scheduled the surgery for Sunday. So we were super stressed and kind of frustrated that we just we just felt strung along all week. Yeah. I just knew that they were going to schedule the surgery on Friday morning when I when I had oh, to be at the track meet. You know, like heavens, that yeah. that would have been terrible, right? Right. Um, we wanted it to be done Monday morning, the Sunday after it happened. Sure. And, yeah. uh, doctors were stringing us along, insurance stringing us along, just super frustrating and annoying. Well, we go Monday uh, to to the surgeon, and like we're there for surgery, and they're like, just before we do it, we're going to take some Another more X-rays. X-ray. And we're like, okay, cool. It was super traumatizing last week into the X-rays because like he could hold up I his know. arm, you know. And I they're know. like, and they have to move it. And, and, it's yeah. terrible. So I, I ended up last week. I don't think I said this last week, but um, <laughs> I don't think you've seen the movie, and I don't think anybody listening should have. Uh, but what, what was it? The Leonardo DiCaprio movie where it's all about him making all that money. Oh, um. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not freaking leaving. <laughs> That's what it. Wa- Wolf. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So even if you haven't seen that, most likely you've seen that GIF or something, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how I felt <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the X-ray thing. Yeah. It was like you're not supposed to get just hang out in there, right? The nurses yeah. leave or whatever. They push a button. They sh- zap you with radiation. Yeah. And uh, that's that's essentially how I was in the X-ray room. So mm-hmm. He can't. He's in shock and he can't oh, move his arm. So, so I'm just terrible. holding his arm and they're like, sir, you want to come with me? I'm like, I'm not no, leaving. No, <laughs> you know? so no, I'm right I just, here. I was just like, I'm going to close my eyes. That'll help. You know, like, <laughs> when they push a little, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But um, I was like, I don't care. I, you know, probably going to get cancer anyway. I might as well be here for my kid, you know. Uh, when we go Monday, I do the x-rays. This is the first time I've seen the x-rays from the previous week. You can see the break. Oh, oh the, I know. Yeah. Uh, and then they do the new ones, and they're like, you can see the reason they have they were the reason they the the ER said they're gonna have to do surgery is that it wasn't like a clean break because typically in a clean break they just put a cast on and it just the body just kind of heals. Yeah, itself they say that like with kids' bones, you put one on one end of the room and one on the other, <laughs> and they will find each other and <laughs> Life heal themselves. Finds a way, right? Yeah, but one of his bones was like jutted out yeah. to the side. Right. So it's like it's not just it's gonna not gonna fix yeah. itself. Right. Yeah. So they have to go in and do surgery. Well, we go. Hold on. Did they set it that night? No, they did not. Oh, okay. uh, what did they mean? give him like a like a? It was like a soft cast. A quick no, but did they? No, 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 no. They didn't like hang on no. it to set it. Okay. No, no. You you would know and remember yeah, if no, they no. set it. Okay. No, they just put a soft cast on him because we thought we were gonna have the surgery quickly, and, and ultimately we didn't. Right. Um. So we go there, and and they're like, I'm seeing the previous picture. And I'm like, I don't know science at all. You know. Uh. I, I said something a minute ago that. I think made that was pretty clear. Sciencey, yeah. yeah. Um, but he showed he, they take new X-rays and he's flipping back and forth through them, and, and it's like it reset itself. Yeah, like it's it was back in line. He's like, we don't need surgery. We're just gonna put a cast on for a month. So, like, 
we went in to have surgery. And we that knew that may or may not be covered by insurance. Mer- which <laughs> we have now learned over the last week that it is a ten to fifteen thousand dollar surgery that we did not know if we were going to have coverage Taylor. for. Uh and they're just like, Yeah, we're just gonna put a cast on, he'll yeah. be fine. It's not gonna affect his future growth, it's not gonna affect his growth plates. Um, one of our friends, I uh I'll go ahead and say it. I didn't say her name last time, but yeah. uh, it's all over now. But Rachel Bowman, you know Rachel. Sure. So uh her husband is at orthopedic surgeon uh-huh. i think that's the right thing uh-huh. but like the person that would do surgery on my son's arm right they just live far away and she was super in my corner all week awesome. and uh, instagram dm me back and forth you uh-huh. kind of keep keeping up with it and you know she her husband was like answering a bunch of questions like because so nice. like we didn't see a surgeon we didn't see a doctor for right. a week right and so i'm like I know with kids working bones and growth, but I was like, is he going to be, he's going to be, he's a good athlete. Is he going to be able to freaking play sports for the rest of right. his life? Is he going right. to be able to straighten his arm all the way? Uh, is he going to grow? And he's going to have one long arm, one short. Like I've seen this stuff. I have friends that have that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and so she was, super, and, and she was like, you know, if it doesn't work out, we'll do a GoFundMe. I'm like, thank you. I, I've already, I was already thinking that way <laughs> yeah. too. I'm like, uh, your community's got right. this. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be okay. Uh, but she was also like, and then, so, I sent her Monday morning. I sent her when I finally got the x-ray because she's like, hey, do you have them? Can you send them so that my husband can look at them? Mm-hmm. And so he's at work on a Monday morning. I'm sending pictures. She's sending them to him. He's coming back and saying the same thing that our doctor nice. said. So like, oh my we, gosh, we have yeah. two, two professional two opinions wonderful for opinions. free now but, or, yeah. you know, because of, of, of their help. Um, he's a deacon. Now. They're just a great family. It's so um, awesome. But uh, he said the same thing. It's just it, it moved back into place, which is crazy because... I'm not going to sit here and say it's a miracle, but I'm not going to say it's not either because they told us like for certain we're going to need surgery and that eight day waiting period sucked. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it so much. Um, and, but ultimately like that eight days, like if he probably wouldn't need surgery if we did it the next day, but now we waited eight days and his body's just like, and, uh, you talked about, our community, right? Our, all of our family was praying, like all of our extended family. I, all my friends were praying. I, I put out, uh, uh, I tweeted something that like 22,000 people saw and were retweeting and sharing and replying with praying hands. Like hundreds, if not thousands of people. I got goosebumps. I know, this is like my too. fourth goosebumps of the day. Yeah. Um, hundreds, if not thousands of people praying for my son's arm and his healing and his, you know, our calm and all the, all this stuff. And it just works. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Like financially saved us, saved his health, uh, yeah. put us at peace. Like just, yeah. it's just so cool of like this. Yes, it's stressful, but like, it's going to work out. Like even if we would have had the surgery, it's like somebody would have done a GoFundMe, would have done a fundraising campaign, whatever. Right. It would have worked out. It would have yeah. been fine, but he's going to be fine. He's in a cast. He's back at school today, which is why it's quiet in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. kind of an unbelievable I feel, I know that I say this all the time, but we wouldn't feel, we wouldn't have chills a million times over and be like at the edge of tears if it hadn't really sucked before, Mm -hmm. you know, like we would not be able to celebrate these victories without the defeats. And so it is the low lows that pave the way to the high highs. And I'm just always so reminded that a lot of times it's desperation that best showcases God's work. Like we can't really celebrate a miracle with the exuberance that we would if we hadn't seen the sadness that can come. Like we are not going to be spared from the sufferings of life. I mean, we walk into our spaces and we see Christ on the cross, like they are prominent. And every time I walk in and see that, it's a reminder that Christ suffers with us. It's like we have a tendency to think that because Christ suffered, now we don't have to. Like that's not a thing. That's just really bad (laughs) theology. (laughs) You know, (laughs) he does not tell us that we are not going to face the really crappy things of this world. He just says they're not going to win. You know, and so it's in these moments of victory and praise and celebration that we can look back on those and go, you didn't win. You know, it's so, so wonderful. Yeah. And we like that's exactly that's exactly why the last few days have been so great, because we like 
our track team suffered together yeah. the last few weeks. Yeah. Like we were all like probably clinically depressed for like six days yeah. after what happened at district. Um, we, our family suffered this week with the stress yeah. of Chris's broken arm and the implications for his health and the implications for our finances and the implications for all that, right? We suffered and it was terrible. Right. And then just within the course of 48 hours, we won a state championship and my son doesn't need surgery. Like what? Like that, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. And it brought, it's one of those things that suffering brings us together, right? Like suffering yeah, brought right. our team together Absolutely. and helped us propel forward. It brought our family together. It brought this community together of like, like recently I have been feeling over the last few months, like where like, I feel like, where I've had thoughts of like, why do we even do this? Right. Like, yeah, sure. Of like, course. It's like, I know people listen, like I see numbers, but I there know. hasn't been oh my like, gosh, every other week I'm like, there haven't been like conversations about it. Like I was like, is, is this show really impacting yeah. people? Is our ministry impacting people? Is what I'm doing anywhere? Is, is any of it having, sure. having an impact? Right. It was probably during those six days of depression after the track. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but, uh, it was one of those things that like people came out of the woodwork yeah. to show how much they cared about yeah. me and my family mm-hmm. and, and everything. And it was just, it was one of those weird things that like, obviously we didn't want the stress of the first, the previous few weeks of track season. We didn't want my son's arm to be broken. Like, but because like, because of that suffering, other things were solved. Like yeah. me feeling like none of this was doing anything or even feeling right. like some loneliness of like, right. where are all my friends, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden everybody just comes out of the woodwork and yeah. it was just super cool. I Like I, we had this moment at, at, uh, at the track meet. So our school won the two a girls division, the one a boys division was won by Brazos port Christian school, which is the Christian school in Lake Jackson where yeah. I grew up. Yeah. The coach there is the guy I looked up to in track stuff. His mom was my coach. I got to see her. I got goosebumps again. Fifth time. I got to see her. She's one of my favorite people ever. She's so a huge cool. reason why I fell in love with track and field. I got to see her and hug her with my state Come on. trophy. Uh, just the goosebumps aren't going away so at this point, sweet. right? Um, we got to take a picture together. We were celebrating each other, which mm-hmm. like it was just this the super cool thing of like we've been we've like they beat us in football this year. Like yeah, we've been against right, each other, right, but like right. we're there's this brotherhood that goes back. I was. I've known him since 2004. Yeah. And here we are 19 yeah. years later celebrating a track championship it's together. so cool. And it brought, like, even that community back together. Like, there are people that I haven't talked to in forever that saw the picture of me and him. And, like, people yeah. from 2004 were like, hey, congratulations. Like, I forgot you existed. Uh, you know, like. <laughs> that is so awesome. God so is so near, you know. And I wonder, if for me, because as I'm listening and just as a personal challenge, what I'm hearing right now is it's easy to feel God near in these times. Can we feel God near in those low times too? Because he is like, we look at the, we look at that same cross and we know that he's suffering for us and that he's suffering with us. Can we feel God near during those times too? That's kind of what I'm going to take away from all of this because right now it's so obvious just how (laughs) loved you are. That is so specific to your languages you know yeah. all of your love languages yeah uh perfect segue good job it's almost like you read the notes <laughs> or something. so uh i read this thing the other day and I, I read it uh this was before all the good stuff happened we were actually planning on talking about this on thursday but when before i canceled i was like i don't have anything to say other than this yeah. and then it, per- it perfectly fits into what we're talking about today so last week i forget where i heard it it's either a podcast or a homily or something. I don't know. That's essentially all I do now is listen and fix podcasts and go to church. Um, six weeks. I, I, and win state titles. But Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. <laughs> a, a couple of, this is about the parting of the Red Sea. And I didn't know these specific details, or if I did, I had forgotten them and never noticed, yeah. right? Yeah. But six weeks after, at the time, the biggest miracle and arguably the biggest miracle in all of the Old Testament. Arguably, there's a couple. Hey, you could say creation, right? <laughs> God breathing out stars. I mean, that's and pretty so cool. it was. That's pretty cool, right? So that might be number one, but like um, with humans involved, we'll put it that way. Okay. Moses parting the Red Sea, I think, is the coolest miracle of of the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. You can you know, there's a, one or two more I could think of that people could argue, but it's it's a top th- top three for sure. Uh, so you know, Moses goes through parts of the Red Sea. Six hundred and fifty thousand people walked in. Did you, when you, we've all heard mm, the story, yeah, right? Yeah. The, 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 the Israelites escaping Egypt. Did you yeah. ever picture 650,000 right. people? Yeah, no. 
That's a lot of people walking mm-hmm. on the bottom of the mm-hmm. sea. <laughs> like I just couple like, hundred. I watched Prince of Egypt. It was probably two thousand yeah, right, people. Right, right. You know, like yeah. they didn't have the budget to CGI six hundred and fifty thousand people. That is so many people. Like that is bigger than most like capital cities like, in times Texas. Times thirty in the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Objects on TV yeah. are larger than they are smaller than they appear in real life. Um, but six hundred fifty thousand people. And that's how many people at least start wandering in the desert. Never pictured that with that many people either. Yeah. I always pictured like a yurt with like 80 people. Like, yeah. Yeah. The-? no, 650,000 people yeah. complaining, right? Um, so six weeks after this, I mean, arguably biggest miracle happens. Six weeks after those 650 people walk through the Red Sea, the Israelites are already crumbling. Mm-hmm. And this is the famous part. We've all heard this, yeah. right? But th- those two things, the six weeks... And the number of people were the two things that like made me rethink, yeah. or at least not rethink it, but at least see it on a much grander scale of <laughs> they just witness, like, right. I mean, as cool as yeah. winning a state championship is, and as cool as my son's right. uh, possible miracle of the healing of his arm, as cool as that is, it's not as cool as watching 650,000 okay, people walk through a sea. There's also bread falling from right. the sky. Okay. And so, like, they're grumbling. I call that DoorDash. There's like, <laughs> I like it. Um, that would be a great name for, okay. Anyway, Catholic we digress. Version of yes, DoorDash. Yes. Manna from heaven. There's literally bread falling from the sky. And they're like, did you bring us out here to starve? Right. And so now you put, Put Jesus in the in the wilderness. I'm gluten free. Right. <laughs> so now you put Jesus in the in the wilderness, and there's this redo, right? There's like this holy redo of let's be like Jesus in the wilderness instead of the Israelites, where you know he's tempted by Satan. Do you think? I never thought about this before. The last time God put people in a desert, He gave them bread, and they complained. Do you think that Jesus was being punished for the Israelite sins? And God's like, I'm not sending any bread this time. No fasting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. Th- I do think that there's a great lesson there because Jesus is like, I'm not going to be tempted by that. He's saying you don't live by bread alone. So he's teaching us and the Israelites that, yeah, you have this. And, and this goes back to everything that we just spent however long talking about is that, yes, you have this momentary need. And it's not that it isn't important. Ask God for that. Do that. Ask God for that. But there is more to this life than this instantaneous desire and need met. So that thing, asking for that thing, um, is something that can draw us to the Lord. It's that it can't stop there. So that need being met is designed to bring us into closer relationship with God. So what Jesus is telling us by saying, I'm not going to grumble about not having bread right now. I'm going to say there's more to life than there's more to life than bread alone. And then, I mean, literally like pillars of light are guiding them in the night. Right. And so they get to, yeah, whatever (laughs) they get to literally where Moses is meeting with God. God's like giving him the law. Here's the law to Moses. The people are waiting back here. They start grumbling and are like, anybody want to build a calf? (laughs) They're literally getting instructions from their God. And they're like, anybody want to worship a new God? How about a gold one? I I never thought about how they wanted meat and they made veal. (laughs) (laughs) Non-edible veal. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Never mind that it's like golden and shiny and still, you know, like worth nothing and costing weekend. them all the things, but yes. <laughs> and But so now you have like this identity crisis of, we don't know who we are. We don't know whose we are. And so again, Jesus in the wilderness is tempted by the devil a second time saying, Hey, all of this can be yours, you know? And Jesus is like, that's, you know, no, that's, there's, I don't, I don't need all of that. That's not who I am. And so the third one of what's the last, um, temptation of, Oh, don't, don't test God. Do you know how long it takes to get to the promised land from where they were? 40 years. Two weeks. <laughs> oh, oh, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks. You know what? It's, it would be like us right now. We're in Brian, Brian College Station, Texas. It would be from us walking to Brenham. Right. It's a 45 minute drive and it took them 40 years. And so they get there 
And they're like, God's like, you know, has this plan or whatever. They send some scouts and they're like, I don't know. Those guys are big. And so they do it their own way. Remember whenever uh, God defeated Egypt? <laughs> right. And so then, so the third like redo of Jesus, and we're learning from him, not them, is I'm, I'm going to do it God's way. Because he's saying, hey, throw yourself off this building and like everyone can watch God save you. It says that you're going to be saved. Everybody can watch God save you. People will still know who you are. You'll still get the end result, right? And Jesus is like, I can't, it's, that's not what this is about. I have to do it God's way. And so God had a plan for the Israelites into the promised land. They just didn't trust it. And Jesus, even though he didn't like that way, it, let you this cup can pass for me if you want. Oh, okay, you don't want? Okay, here we go. Right. You know? And so I love that in like, you know, kind of considering all of this, Considering all of the grumbling and all of the ways that we are asking God for the things that we want, we are invited to do that. We are invited to wrestle with God, but we cannot determine his goodness based on how he behaves to our, let's face it, demands, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> and to our circumstances. And to our circumstances. Which uh, I think my biggest reflection on the last week. It was, it was just interesting that it popped into my head because it was something for a long time ago. And I think it was a weird conglomeration of things, how bad last week was, how good today is. Um, and because we've been, re I mentioned, mentioned it last week, we've been re-releasing old episodes of the podcast onto YouTube. It's this yeah, whole yeah, project right, we're right, doing yeah, because yeah, yeah. YouTube's starting to do podcasts or whatever. And all we had on YouTube before was just our video episodes that started like episode 130 or something. I don't know. So all those previous ones were just audio only, but we're finally uploading them up there. So I'm s s having to do this grueling thing of, I'm not listening to the whole thing, but I have to listen to snippets yeah, right, yeah. to like bring it into the new age. And yes. I'm like, this was bad. That was <laughs> a long <laughs> you know? time ago. But, yeah. But it was also so really glad we've grown. There was something. Yeah, exactly. I, it, it was bad because I didn't have co-hosts. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but uh, one of the things that I noticed was one of the, the early things uh, one of the early episodes, I was all we were just copy and pasting essentially like the old show notes into the new ones, kind of yeah. sp sprucing them up a little bit because I've learned how to write copy in the last seven years. Yeah. Uh, and but one of the things that I saw that I talked about on like one of the first episodes ever was that I had gone on this retreat. This was literally this past week that I saw this, and that was like that one was re-released or whatever, remastered, like Taylor's version. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I saw that I had gone on, on a retreat and that this priest who was leading the retreat, was, it, was, it was the beginning of our ministry year where we're all like excited and reju rejuvenated. We're all good. But we all know that through the ministry year, yeah, things are going to be tough, right? So he said, what are the five things in your back pocket? He connected it to David gathering the five stones to mm. fight Goliath, even mm. though he only ever used one. Mm. He's like, Just, you might miss. <laughs> like, yeah, right, You're not right, David, right. you know? Uh, so he's like, what, do you, what are your five stones? What are the five things that you can keep in your back pocket? Like, what are the moments that you really notice God working in your life? And mm. it's like, go, he's like, go back. Go back to like your initial conversion. Remember yeah. that. What, what happened? How, how did yeah. it feel? Put that in your back pocket. Yeah. Um, you know, go back to, you know, a wedding or something with your marriage or, or some great moment with your kids or like something, something like never can take away. Like I'm just, we're state champs forever. Like it ever mm -hmm. take yeah. from us. You know, like yeah. we can, we can win next year. We cannot win next year. We're still, we want to state championship. Like, you know, like, or like this, this thing with, with Chris is on. Like we'll always remember that mm -hmm. like he needed surgery and then he didn't. Mm -hmm. Like it just, so like it was a reminder after last week because I think I did get bogged down. Yeah. by the negative stuff yeah. because there was a lot of negative stuff, yeah. right? Right. Um, but it's a reminder for in those moments too, what are, what are the, the, the five moments where you really felt connected to God so that yeah. when you're in the desert and you're grumbling and, you, you know, I saw uh, one of our friends this week say, if you're complaining on the internet, uh, you're hurting Catholicism. I was like, oh, there's, there's somebody else thinking I'm hurting Catholicism. Great. Because wow. <laughs> that's what I've been doing for the last three weeks or whatever. Um, but like, what are those things? What are those five moments um, in, in your life. I'm sure there's more, but what are those five that you can like constantly recall in moments like last week of like, God's still good. He's done this before. He'll do it again. Yeah. I love that. I, um, I was thinking about how, you know, when you think about like Jesus, um, between the two thieves, this just popped into my head, but, um, you know, the, the first thief was, it, it says he's like reviling God, you know, 
you say, why, why can't you save yourself? Save us, save yourself. What, what's happening? I always wish that Jesus would have, like, are you, were you, did you watch Harry Potter? Yeah. Like apparated? No. But back in the day, <laughs> when I was a kid, it was Nightcrawler from X-Men. Because he got, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always wish Jesus did that just for a second to prove that he could. Yeah. Like he's on, he's on the cross and he's just like, you know, if you could, if you're really a savior, come down and then just like poof and literally like be right in your face and then poof back on. You're like, ah! And like, and JK. He's like, I could do it if I wanted to. I just don't want to. <laughs> That's what I would have done, but I'm not Jesus. So. Clearly. So, but if you think about him like reviolent, you know, just criticizing and, and lashing out and all of these things. And, and, and then you think of um, the other guy next to him who is just promise me that, you know, we'll, can we see each other, you know, in heaven? And yes, yes. And so. I love how practical he is. It's like, if I'm nice for like my last hour of life, I might get heaven. I like to think um, he was still bad at heart, but was like, saw an opportunity. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's how I think. <laughs> I, but I think about those two opposite responses and you're like, what does that have to do with me? You know, when really it's not which thief, um, you know, are you a thief or not? It's which one, you know, because you can like look at this thief who is insulting him and you're like, that would never be me. You know, I would never do that. and. But I think I do. I know. Jesus, do your magic. Exactly. I need your magic right now. Exactly. And you're like, fine, I'm more polite about it. But the truth is, there are so many times that I rob God of power and employ myself instead because I think I know what's best, because I think I know what I need. And what the first thief was not seeing is that Jesus was, all he wanted was off the cross, right? Like, just save me. He would have taken anyone as the savior. He didn't care who it was. He might've even believed that he was the Messiah, but he would have accepted anyone if it just got him out of that situation, right? He didn't love Jesus. And of all of the things that I love about Jesus, whether it's his, his justice, his, his heart, his mercy, his forgiveness, his rebelliousness, whatever, I think it's that he suffers with us that connects me to him the most, you know? And so what that thief was failing to see is that he, what I said before, that he suffers with us and he suffers for us. And so in that intimacy, because we're bonded to who we're struggling alongside, right? In that bonding, I just think that the the victories are so much sweeter and I don't have to employ myself. I don't have to employ myself and my perfect plans and how I think things should go and start making demands of a God because the same God that, you know, forgave all our sins is the same God that can send the mountains crumbling into the sea. And just because he's hanging on a cross, like this thief from his eyes saw saw it as weakness. Woe to you. If I can borrow a phrase, like what he saw as weakness was actually a great deal of, mercy and strength. And there's nothing that depicts that more than like that exact moment, yeah. you know? Well, I think we did it. Yeah. I think we completed our first segment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We're not coming back. That's it for the day. That's it. I'm Taylor Stroll. I'm out of words. State champion <laughs> and owner of a child who doesn't need surgery. That's Allison Jemima Sullivan. Oh, we're not done actually. Why? We're not done. We have to celebrate your big victory. We made this show. We made the first oh. segment all about me. No. We have to celebrate yours. It, I cannot believe. Okay. I cannot believe <laughs> that there's a, on that TV right there. Yeah. There's this thing called HBO Max. It's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, some mm-hmm. of the biggest shows, Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Barry, you know, some of the best shows in the yeah. world have come out on this, on this platform, run by this platform. Mm-hmm. HBO Max. Great. There's a show out right now. <laughs> Called Love and Death, right? Love and Death. With uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Like, I see her face every time I open the HBO, because we're watching uh, Barry right now and watching Succession right now. Yeah. And after I finish those shows... I'm Ted Lasso. Uh, well, that, that's on Apple. I'm not talking about them right oh, now. Oh, okay. Just on HBO Max. Just on HBO Max. The, the Barry. Okay. I'm watching I did the, not know that. watching The Sopranos for the first time. We're oh, finishing cool. the last season of Barry. Finishing the last season of Succession. Whenever I'm done with Succession and Barry, which end in a few weeks, I'm going to start watching this uh, Love and Death show, which sh- she might be my number one celebrity crush in the world right now. I love that. And uh, She's an excellent actress. Uh, sure. <laughs> she is excellent. I know you don't care <laughs> about her craftsmanship. Uh, but uh, whenever I watch this show, I'm not only going to be seeing Elizabeth Olsen. Somewhere around that episode four or five? I, I can't. Maybe, um, maybe heavy in five or six, but, but maybe not. But I mean, things get cut all the time. But there's a person 
on this podcast that's in this show. That and it's, it's not me because it didn't lead this show. You're on an HBO Max show with Elizabeth Olsen. I love that you're so excited about it. It's, it's actually ridic- not that big of a it's deal. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that I can turn on my TV on HBO Max, which is known for the best television shows ever. Yeah. And their new headliner show, because they always do this. Whenever something's ending, like Succession is their number one yeah. hit right now, and, and the, the Game of Thrones spinoff. Those are their two biggest ones right now. Barry's probably that second tier. Yeah. And Barry and Succession are ending. Mm-hmm. And they always do this. Their next big show, when one of their big shows is yeah. ending, they always start airing it around the same time. Right, right. And that's right. what they just did with this yeah. show that you are in. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So <laughs> y'all can, I am a courtroom reporter. So y'all can look in, in like the courtroom scenes. Um, I might have a pad. I might have a microphone. Um, I might be standing outside the courthouse when she is exiting the courthouse. Um, by the way, if we are outside the courthouse, know that we were freezing. Like, I don't even know how they must have done a lot in post because we were free. I don't know how they made us not look freezing. Um, When the lawyer is running up the sidewalk, I have to get out of his way. So that you might see me then. But when she when they're ushering her into a car outside of the courthouse, that's a good opportunity. Um, Yeah. So I'm bombarding her with questions. It's so ridiculous. How do your kids feel? You still, is hell still hasn't set in for you that you're a TikTok star. It still hasn't yeah. set in for me that one of my co-hosts and best friends is on HBO Max with my celebrity crush. It doesn't with make your any celebrity sense. Crush. She is delightful, by the way. She is. Tell her I said hi. Yeah, sure. <laughs> by the way, we call her Lizzie. It's not Elizabeth. It's Lizzie. And um, so kind and such a professional. Like, really, really great actress. I love her. I was so sad for her when Vision died, mm. even though he's fake. Yeah, well. I was so sad for her that she lost her robot husband. Yeah. Okay, that was segment two. Yeah. We're done. Yay. Check it out. <laughs> I'll be back next week. She'll be back in a month. See ya. Thank you guys for watching and listening today. We really appreciate you, especially for everybody that's been super in our corner over the last uh, couple of weeks with all the the negative things that have been going on. Thank you for rejoicing with us on social media and uh, in texts and and phone calls and everything over the last uh, few days. It's been absolutely incredible, and uh, we we love you guys. We thank you for your support. If you like today's show, please hit subscribe so that you don't miss next next week's episode. I'll be back soon. Love you.